In past years, every day the mail arrived at Haven Ministries. By the end of every few months, you could count those letters in the thousands. Pray for me. Pray for my children or grandchildren who don't know Christ. But all of that has now changed. of communication has changed. We still get mail, but not to the extent of 10 years ago. The amount of communication hasn't declined. It's only changed. People email and they call. The prayer requests remain, but one note seems to have increased. More people feel alone. This time of year in the bleak days of winter, more people are sad in their loneliness. Shorter days, seasonal depression. Sad is the approved term to use. And that's why a friend like Johnny Erickson Tata is so encouraging to practice the presence of Jesus. I'm with you. I will never leave you, he told us. So never forget, Christ is real. He's also here. Welcome to Haven Today here on Tuesday. I'm Charles Morris, getting to share with you the great story that's all about Jesus. And back with me on the program today is Haven's new president, new host, David Wollen. David, welcome back with me. Thanks, Charles. It's always fun to sit down and record a program with you. Well, David, yesterday we shared the first part of our interview with Johnny Erickson Tata. She shared about her accident so many years back and how thankful she is for it because it pulled her away from a lifestyle that wasn't pleasing to the Lord. Yeah, Charles, it was so good to spend time with her, and I was particularly struck by her honesty. I say, thank you, God. You were you were so wise and not letting me wander down that path of destruction and hang myself spiritually. You you rescued me. You pulled me back from the edge of the cliff. Thank you for that diving accident. I don't know that many people would understand that, but, but that's how sweet Jesus is to me. He far supersedes the inconvenience of paralysis. The satisfaction I enjoy in Him is so much richer than anything I could have had walking uh, or using my hands. Well, that was Johnny Erickson Tata more from her in a few minutes here on Haven Today as she talks about her new book, The Practice of the Presence of Jesus. If you missed yesterday, you can go back to our website and listen to the program, which I think would be quite valuable. Well, we have this new book available as our thank you for your gift to support Haven Ministries. It's always worth saying But it's so easy to take for granted. This and every Haven broadcast is only possible because a listener like you gives to support our mission and help us keep sharing the great story about Jesus. So today, after the program, would you do that? Would you make a gift to help make known the name and fame of Christ through Haven today? You can give and ask for your copy of Johnny's new book, The Practice of the Presence of Jesus. Just go online to haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And now why don't we get started with Johnny Erickson Tata, joined by Gracie Rosenberger. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There have been times I didn't know right. Wrong, but in every situation, God gave blessed consolation that my trials 
It was written by Andre Crouch, but the voices you heard were Johnny Erickson Tata, joined by Gracie Rosenberger. These are two women who love Jesus. Neither of them can walk, and both of them were raising their voices in praise to the Lord Jesus, who has been with them through it all. This is David Wolin with Haven Today, and with me is Charles Morris. Today's program, The Presence of Jesus, and it's our second day with Johnny Erickson Tata. And you know, David, I'm thinking about the late Andre Crouch. We had him on the program, Hmm. and I'll never forget sitting on a stool next to a piano, a grand piano, and there he was, and he did through it all. And I never knew until today 
that Johnny Erickson Tata recorded that great song that has ministered to me, and I'm sure you as well, through the years. Well, Johnny loves to sing. I'm so glad she recorded that one. And uh, she didn't sing in our interview with her, Charles. I kind of wish she had, but it was a great interview. And yesterday she was sharing with us her story about her accident when she was so young, but then the last 50 years living as a quadriplegic. But the part of the interview we're airing today is special because this is where Johnny gives us a glimpse into her daily walk with Jesus and what it looks like for her to practice the presence of Jesus. Let me ask you a question, Johnny. You told me two, three times ago, whatever, that you have outlived the life of a quadriplegic. So talk to us about that. I sure have. But then can you go in a little more detail about what is it like? Some people may be wondering, what's she talking about practicing the presence of Jesus, especially Mm -hmm. when you're bound to a wheelchair? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, um, first, yes, Charles, it's most unusual that – I, I'm sitting up in a wheelchair here today with you, smiling, <laughs> in relatively good health. Um, people, quadriplegics, just don't live as long mm. as I do. And that is uh, a gift of God for which I'm very grateful. But in terms of practicing the presence of Jesus, l- let me just give you a quick example recently. Um, I was in the hospital uh, 26 days with double pneumonia. And you could look at that as a rude detour into an otherwise, you know, pleasant highway. But God took you off on this detour. And said, oh, my goodness, what is this all about? Well, I guess I'll just have to plow through this until I can get back to life as normal. No, the detour is the highway. Mm. The detour is the path. Mm. That is where God wanted me to be, mm. which meant that there were kingdom purposes far mm. beyond just me getting mm. my lungs cleared. And so every time anybody came into that hospital room, Mm-hmm. I had to pray to find ways to drop gospel seeds into their heart. Um, I remember one nurse, a male nurse named James, um, at 4 a.m. He came in to take my uh, blood pressure, temperature, respiration, and uh, as he I spoke, hate those 4 a.m. visits by a nurse <laughs> in the hospital. Right, right. They wake me up. Right, know? they wake me up too. <laughs> and uh, anyway, as he was uh, putting the blood pressure cuff on me, I looked up at him, and half dark it was in the room. I said, "Oh, James, you remind me so much of Jesus." And he he looked at me askew. And I said, well, no, no, listen to me. In, in the Gospel of Matthew, it says that Jesus, who is my Savior, whom I love, Jesus came not to be served, but to serve. Mm-hmm. James, look at this. You're serving me, and you're doing it so well and so professionally. You, you, you are just like Jesus. Okay, right there is a way you practice the presence. You bring him into that moment, and, and you make other people experience his reality. Or uh, the the ladies who would come in with the cafeteria tray, mm. um, I would quote to them uh, Proverbs, I think it's 14, verse 31, where it says, He who is kind to the needy honors God. <laughs> ladies, you are honoring my Savior, and I'm so grateful for that. Charles and, and, and David, that should be the way the Christian mm-hmm. life should be lived. Mm-hmm. I should not be the exception. Yes. Any Christian who ends up in the hospital for any length of time, that is their kingdom territory. Mm-hmm. And the captain of our salvation has marching orders for us. Mm-hmm. And it, it is all about making Christ real 
to the people you encounter. That's the way we practice the presence of God. We look at a rose, and we just don't admire um, how uh, it was pruned or shaped or its color. We just don't focus on the rose. We look at that rose and say to it, oh, my goodness, little rose, look at how you reflect the glory of your creator. Look at the colors he designed into you. Look at the beauty he invested in you that I might give him praise and glory for this special moment. Look at you, Rose. You, you are a part of the glory of God. I mean, this is, you might think it's silly. This is the way I think. This is the way I talk. It's the way I live. And David and Charles, it gives me such pleasure. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Christian's joy is a sense that somehow they have made it their ambition to be pleasing to God, and in return, they sense that pleasure. And that's the basis for our Christian joy. Amen. It really is. Mm. Well, this is Haven today, and you're listening to Johnny Erickson Tata, and I wish you could see this because the joy of the Lord is just all over your face. (laughs) What you're sharing with us is the way that the Lord has taught you to live your life in Him. And you've, you've written a book that in some ways, the kinds of just short thoughts, meditations that you've been sharing with us, you've, you've put a book together and we've, we were talking about Brother Lawrence a little bit earlier. Tell us about what this book is and why you wanted to write it. Well, um, too many of us skate the surface of our Christian walk with Christ. Um, we keep him at a distance. We, we, we're satisfied with a little bit of theology, a little bit of prayer. We're satisfied with a little bit of church attendance, Mm. a little bit of fellowship, but we just don't want to be thrown out into the deep end. Mm -hmm. We are happy to wade the shallows where life's a bit more controllable, um, comfortable, convenient, easy, Mm -hmm. but usually it is suffering or affliction which heaves us. God just picks us up and heaves us out into the deep end where it is so deep, mm-hmm. n- no one can touch bottom but Christ. And so you cling to him in the middle of that affliction that you feel at times will overwhelm you, drown you. And you, you, you learn to see that your sweetest, most precious moments are not back by the shoreline, yes. not where life is mm-hmm. easy and convenient and controllable, yeah. but when you are totally availing yourself, throwing yourself at the mercy of God. Yes and uh, leading on him day by day. Um, Just this morning coming here, um, I was going down the hotel hallway and I encountered a a maid who was pushing a cart to clean the rooms. And I don't know much Spanish, I really don't. But I just said to her, gracias por su trabajando, señora. Thank you for your work, señora. Oh, she said, thank you, in Spanish. And I, I said, yo conoce Jesus Cristo. E, e, uh, I, I'm not going to try and mishmash my Spanish here, but basically uh, she was able to understand that I'm a Christian, mm. and I have a smile, and I sit in a wheelchair. So I continue wheeling down the hallway, expecting her to connect the dots, which she will. This lady knows Jesus. She stopped to encourage me, and she's mm. afflicted. And She's going to remember that the next time she goes through her own affliction. That's right. Again, small ways that we practice his presence. That's right. And I want everybody to live this way. That's right. To be open and alive to, to opportunities to advance the kingdom around us. And uh, none of us has a small part. Um, it could be played out in a hotel hallway with a, with a hotel maid. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I have one last question for you. And there's someone, and I won't share the details of this, uh, but it's in the back of my mind. I'm thinking of this person who is is now in her 70s and the physical afflictions of aging have begun to really set in. And this is the moment when she's realizing that it's going to be harder from this point onward. And the physical suffering may not let up from this point onward. And there is a a sadness and even a little bit of a depression that that can bring in. And countless people are listening right now with all different versions of that same kind of story realizing that there is a present sadness that may never change for the rest of my life or a present suffering that will only increase. And when that moment comes, there's a choice to make. There's a, there's a response to God that we can have. What, and your ministry has been speaking to people facing that, that moment in sometimes very severe circumstances. What do you say to them? How do you counsel them? How do you point them to Jesus? Well, if they really want to move forward into life, even though it is extremely painful. My advice is to memorize Mm -hmm. as many Bible promises as you possibly can. Um, Promises like um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8, Mm -hmm. though I am hard-pressed on all sides, I will not be crushed. Promises like God is our ever-present help in this this danger. Mm -hmm. Um, Promises like he will never leave me nor forsake me. Because these are the promises, a whole treasure trove of promises that we bring to the throne of God, and we bring them there so that God will exchange them with a blessing that they guarantee. Um, I do this with my pain all the time. Um, There are nights when it is so hard. It's just so hard. And I could collapse in fear, mm. but instead of fear, I grab hold of a promise like Second Corinthians 4, mm-hmm. verse 8, and I say, pain, you are out to try to crush me, but you yeah. can't and you won't because God yeah. promises that I will be freed from it, right. that he will see me through. So I walk into my pain, as it were, in my mind's eye, as though I were walking into the fiery furnace of Nebuchadnezzar, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm right there with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and, and, and I expect to see Jesus. I expect to see the Son of God. I expect yes. to, that he will rescue me in this. And then David, because I have taken that promise to God, and he has exchanged it for the blessing it guarantees, I meet Jesus. It's as though he has gone there into that place of pain ahead of me, and he has transformed it into a a place of glorious resurrection and hope. Mm. And I just get to know him better, and his sweetness and nearness sees me through. Mm. It, it, I, I don't know how to describe that. He really is that much ecstasy, Mm. and. And it makes the affliction indeed seem at the time light and momentary mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to not only the present moment of joy with him, but to know that I am enlarging my own eternal estate. I'm stretching yes. it. I'm, I'm making it possible for me to one day experience more joy yes. and service and worship. That's right. You know, all those wonderful things. So uh, do not be ashamed of your weakness. Boast in it. Go to the Lord tomorrow morning when you feel like you don't have strength to get out of bed and say, I cannot do this. I cannot be honest with God, but I can do all things. Even this day, 
through you as you strengthen me. And then act on that prayer. Get out of bed. Move forward into the day, uh, rehearsing that, that promise often. Thank you. Thank you, David. What rich, good questions. And thank you for highlighting uh, my new book, The Practice of the Presence of oh, Jesus. This is, this is wonderful. I, I said this on our drive out here. I only have, I've limited real estate on my nightstand. A.W. Tozer's got a great book that's always there. I'm adding this one to it. Wow. This is, these are good meditations, deep, deep thoughts. It's the kind of thing that you want to read and let that be the last thought mm-hmm. of the day. Could I ask you, would you pray for the, the person who is identifying themselves with the things that you've just said and said, I, I, I need to experience Jesus mm-hmm. like this? Would you close us in prayer? Oh, Father God, precious Holy Spirit, blessed Savior, the great God of the universe, the triune God for us, never against us. How grateful we are for these moments together. And Lord Jesus, I pray for everyone whose heart has been stirred by these truths. I pray that as uh, they go throughout the rest of their day, they'll remember the richness of your promises and help them, each of my listening friends, to memorize even more promises that they might bring them before your throne uh, so that you can exchange them for the blessings they guarantee. And oh, what blessings you have in store for us. So I pray for my friend that you'll give uh, her or him strength, um, give him courage, perseverance, patience, endurance, all the things necessary uh, to move forward into life. But also, Jesus, your rich, abiding, abundant, overflowing joy. I pray all of this in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Johnny Erickson. Thank you. Oh, thank Very you, much. sir. Thank you. Good to be on. Coming to Jesus, my Savior, I found wonderful peace, wonderful peace. Storms in their fury may rage all around. I have peace, sweet peace, 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 wonderful peace, 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 glorious peace, since my Redeemer has ransomed my soul, I have peace, sweet Well, another song that ministers to us, Johnny, singing wonderful peace here on this haven today, the presence of Jesus. Well, it's always a good day to spend a day with Johnny. And David, Hmm. we recorded this conversation with Johnny a few weeks ago. And I guess technically it was your first interview as you stepped back into haven. And was there something that she said in particular that meant something special to you? Otherwise, you know, Johnny is one of the most joy-filled people that you'll ever meet. And yet every day she's suffering so much physically. I mean, really beyond what most of us could imagine because it affects every single part of her life, even the parts that we all take for granted. And so when Johnny talks about where joy comes from, you pay attention. And there was one Mm -hmm. thing she said, and I, I actually flagged it and then went back and listened to it again and wrote it down. She said... The Christian's joy is the sense that somehow they have made it their ambition to be pleasing to God, and in return, they sense that pleasure. And that's the basis for our Christian joy. 
And Charles, I think we would all like to have a little more of what Johnny has, that deep, abiding, undivided joyfulness. And we know that that's only found in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, But here's the thing. For a Christian, Charles, joy itself is not the goal. Joy is the byproduct of our worship of the Lord Jesus, and he is the goal. And Johnny gets that. That's why we were so excited to be able to share and help promote this new book that Johnny released, The Practice of the Presence of Jesus, 110 Meditations, although really you could call them devotionals because I've read a lot of these now. And Charles, it's her meditating on Christ and his word. And she invites us to do the same with her. And each one of them ends with this thought or question to ponder, one that will lead you nearer to Christ. Well, we have this book, something that both David, you and I have enjoyed uh, the last several weeks. It's just our way of saying thank you for you to support this ministry. Every day, we want to share this great story of Jesus. And without generous support, we wouldn't even be on the air and helping people with programs like the one that you heard today. So would you go to our website right now, haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Make your gift. Get the book by Johnny Erickson Tata, The Practice of the Presence of Jesus, as our way of saying thank you. Or you could also just call us right now at 800-65-HAVEN. That's 800-65-HAVEN. I'm Charles Morris. And I'm David Wolin. Thanks so much for being with us. Come back again tomorrow, won't you? Johnny will be back with us for a little bit as together we share the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. For your walk with Jesus, I'm David Wolin with Haven Today, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Chaos. More and more, that is the word used to describe what's happening in the news on social media, Conflicts between nations, violence against the vulnerable, and those are only the things the news reports. There's more going on in the world than just that. Brothers and sisters in Christ suffering for their faith. And what Jesus said would happen, it's coming true. Those who follow him are suffering for his sake. Where does a Christian find hope? At the end of 2 Thessalonians, Paul writes, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times, and in every way. There is peace, and it's found in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Get started with Anchor Devotional. Just visit GetAnchor.com.